0: Welcome back to another episode of Suds and Cinema. My name's Kyle. I'm Jacob. I'm Josh. This is episode number 52, and today we are reviewing One Night in Miami, uh, another Kemp Powers movie. Didn't even realize that until I saw the name. I was like, oh, it's Kemp Powers again. So we just reviewed Soul, if you don't remember. That yep, was co-directed yep. by Kemp Powers and P. Doctor, and he wrote this movie. So, guys, uh, getting some work. Just thought quickly. I'd mention that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very quickly. But yeah uh amazon original also it's available to watch right now so if you haven't seen it check it out before you listen to this episode you
1: know what uh, i just
0: found out yeah
1: apple if you are subscribed to two different ones will automatically cancel one of them because i had prime video but then i've had prime now because i just love prime uh-huh. And then Apple's like, did you know you've been subscribed to both? We unsubscribed you from one of these.
0: Yeah, because if you have Prime, Prime Video is included yeah, in that. So. Right.
1: so they unsubscribed Prime Video. I was like, oh, right. that
2: was a nice little
1: feature I never knew about.
2: No, they're taking over.
0: <laughs> it's a conspiracy. I haven't seen that, but I mean, I've never
2: I paid mean, for Prime Video. so My microchip has not been activated yet. So It didn't start glowing when Biden became president? <laughs> no, not yet. <laughs>
1: Bill Gates hasn't said the word. I was waiting for JT's arm (laughs) to start uh, mobilize Before we start the coup.
2: (laughs) When you start, hail Hitler.
1: (laughs) For communism. I mean, socialism. Get it right.
0: Socialism Uh, spreading the
1: wealth. (laughs) Communism spreading the poverty. Mm.
0: So one quick thing before we get into it. I just want to apologize for last episode's audio quality. It was a little less than normal because we had some just a little bit of echo We didn't mention it in the description or anything but this episode should be <laughs> we were hoping back you didn't normal. notice <laughs> um and we are we've got the equipment to hopefully fix that issue so in the future if we have guests you know we want to be able to have the when, clean audio when we have when guests. we have guests exactly yeah over <laughs>
2: um anything else new watch the kind of McGregor fight last night that was yeah How did that go I heard uh, he got his ass. Beat. Yeah, <laughs> <nice>. <laughs> no, well, from what I
1: saw, he was doing really well. The first and then, round, he like one ass. combo, like wall put him on his butt. The
2: first round, he definitely won the first round. But the second round, the guy gave. He started uh, hitting his calf, kick or leg kicks, and that was a bad that. He couldn't stand on it. Huh? Oh. Well, Connor leads with his right really far. His stance really split, so he really has a lead leg. But so the guy just kept kicking it, and you have no. <laughs> If you have one leg to stand on, it's hard to punch. So True. then you lose your balance and then he lost his balance. He got to get pretty much beat down after that.
1: He just gets beat down and makes tens of money every time now. No, he, what lost. A he life. won his last fight in 43 seconds or whatever. The Mayweather. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> people. Thought, people actually it. thought yeah. he had a chance of winning. <laughs> like, no, he. Has no he won hundred mil for losing. He, yeah, I know, <laughs> but he—that he, was why he won. Yeah, because money. Yeah, it was a he had no chance him. of beating Mayweather at all. Like a guy who can't be beat by real boxers. If you're trying to lead into the movie, we had and be moving first. on because <laughs> they have that exact conversation. <laughs> Damn it! Let's have this conversation
0: again. <laughs> uh, but that does have, pops up. That's interesting. Okay, well, we'll tie that in actually after we discuss our beer,
2: which was Josh's pick. My pick. I, will, I have never had something from this um, brewery, and they are very, um, as we were saying earlier, on the head or on the nose with your uh, making sure that you know it's organic. Which,
0: I mean, I could be way off base here. Isn't it a little redundant to say that beer's that organic? Mm-hmm. Isn't most beer organic? Organic
2: well, I mean, is a Organic term, certified, yeah. But
1: doesn't organic not even really have like a specific thing that has to be?
2: I don't know. But they s-
0: went through the trouble of getting it USDA certified. Yeah, so uh, all organic the like,
2: Three the, times on this can. Read yeah. the ingredients: water, organic malted <laughs> barley, organic <laughs> oats, organic hops, organic orange peel, and organic yeast. Organic makes no difference, guys.
0: Yeah, like they're they're paying right. They're paying for this label mm-hmm. to, but. I mean, who are they really pandering to here? Well, like people some that people don't know like beers see organic? that, and it that's what I'm saying. To is them. yeah,
1: it just sounds so like more premium to be <laughs> organic, but it doesn't mean anything. It's so is like this going to
2: give us an organic buzz? It, how can it not? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this is their Citra Blonde Ale. Um, we didn't say who. Oh, Grow said was organic. <laughs> oh, uh, <By> organic <laughs> brewing, company. organic Grow Beer Company out of Organic Illinois um LaGro organic beer company out of Chicago Illinois um I don't they don't Chicago. have a description really other than f- yeah there's no description on it
1: other than it's organic
2: so we're just gonna go based off of what a blonde ale is and that's a light light ale uh meant to taste somewhat of a domestic with a little bit more of a a body so like similar to like a wheat blondes and wheats kind of taste similar um and this has citra which is a hop so a citrus hop and there's obviously some organic orange peel that I mentioned earlier in it so sounds pretty good I figured I'd get it because we never had anything from these guys mm-hmm. we've never had a citra blonde have we had anything nope. from Chicago at all
0: we've never had anything organic
1: or
2: organic That's right. great. So <laughs> not, little, not uh, certified it. organic
1: anyway
0: <laughs> no uh, and it's good that you got a can you know what today is Apparently, apparently it's national beer can day well there you go I did that on purpose <laughs> I mean most we usually drink a yeah, <laughs> can it's just
2: they don't have that on I didn't get a badge for it so untapped. to get your yeah, shit together yeah
0: because it's it's such like a stupid like everything is national Sunday day right national fire <laughs> day was national a, beer like a bottle, week bottle ago. day
2: <laughs> so yeah let's crack her open cool really cool Nose smells like shit. I'm just kidding. <laughs>
1: yeah, like it's pretty light on the nose. hmm.
2: Tastes like metal.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's a very metallic flavor. It's not yeah, horrible, it but it's
2: very <laughs> metallic. Yeah. I don't know how old this is. <laughs> You're like, this is definitely bad. <laughs> no, so.
1: August of 17. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I,
2: yeah. Uh I got I don't it doesn't say anything. No, yeah. <laughs> anyway, not very well, good. Not, it's pretty not light. My favorite that yeah. we've had on the show. I wonder if it'd be different if we like if I poured it into a glass. Tastes like you're drinking a battery. <laughs> <laughs> For the office. Ooh. Ah. <laughs> really hits you in the fillings.
1: It's got of Okay,
0: after birth.
2: Okay, well, organic does not make beer better.
0: Um, yeah, I mean, it's... It's not horrible. It's not horrible. It's it's pretty easy to drink.
2: Yeah, it's like really, really like thin.
0: Yeah, thin, yeah. Light. Like chuggable, for sure. Yeah, you could chug this. I could drink this in the summer if I wanted to chug in beer, although I wouldn't pay however much for sp- yeah. organic beer. I, I have
2: no idea how much this costs, to be honest with you. I didn't look. <laughs> it tastes like there's like no, literally nothing. Like to a it. pilsner with a barely a
1: weird like sourness to it.
0: But pilsner, I even feel like is like you know has like some hop flavor and profile to it. This has I just don't taste yeah. any of that.
2: I taste the hops, but I don't know. There's like no body whatsoever to this beer.
0: Refined, refreshing, uncompromised.
2: Refreshing. You're
0: bullshit in Lagro. <laughs>
2: They don't tell you what they're refining or uncompromising. <laughs> the <laughs> organicness. Yeah. <laughs> the, they make sure they're not uncompromised with the use of the organic word on their can. No. Not horrible. It's going to be gone quick. Clean, smooth, light, all the top flavor Probably profiles my least here. favorite we've had. No, Beer Me was way worse. That one was more... Or the Dark Horse... Like uh,
1: check to the
0: head. Check to the head was Any horrible. Amber we've had is That's way worse.
2: That's maybe. I don't remember that one really. Yeah, because it's so bad. And the Dark Horse one. Yeah. The one of the hockey. I think I probably still in. have a can in the fridge of it. <laughs> that's how bad it was, mm-hmm. or I dumped it by now. Yeah, it was bad. But part of that's preference. <clears throat> you guys, okay, over there. <laughs> yep.
0: I mean, <laughs> we're just drinking it so fast. It is extremely episode. crushable. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's for sure. You could plow through it. All right. Well, not much to say on that. So don't uh, taste it as much. definitely don't go out of your way <laughs> to get that.
2: Move on, especially in January. <laughs> yeah, this right. was July, maybe. Yeah, I'd recommend it more. But
0: even then, I wouldn't say it's like a premium. You know, oh my god, nothing like that we usually drink. It's almost gone. <laughs> well, there's another one in there. Um, all yours. All right, hey, you guys yes, ready? I-
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes. You ready to get into it? Yeah. All right, we are gonna talk. One Night in Miami. Uh, one Night in Miami is written by Ken Powers, uh, based on the play One Night in Miami by Ken Powers. Uh, it is directed by Regina King. It stars Kingsley Ben Adir, Eli Gorey, Aldous Hodge, and Leslie Odom Jr. Plot synopsis reads One Night in Miami is a fictional account of one incredible night where icons Muhammad Ali, Malcolm X, Sam Cooke, and Jim Brown gathered discussing their roles in the civil rights movement and cultural upheaval of the 60s. Let's take a listen to a clip.
4: I know when I'm being watched, Sam. Boy, your paranoia is really cramping my style now. Come on, just because you can't see bugs don't mean they ain't in the house, Sam. Up on this dirty ass roof. Why don't you be like Bing Crosby about that <sighs> shit, man, and accentuate the motherfucking positive? Look at this view. <sighs> I bet they're doing them for me. <laughs> <clears throat> <clears throat> Nice, ain't it, Malcolm? It's most definitely soothing, Cass. The air up here is cooler.
0: All right, what did you guys think of one night in Miami? It's it's pretty good.
1: (laughs) I think I wasn't. I was expecting more than what I got from it. Uh, Technically, I thought it was well done, but you know how you're talking about how (laughs) Morini felt like a play. Mm -hmm. This felt like a play. It was like so unrealistically unwritten overwritten like their arguments and stuff were just way too much that didn't f- it feel natural felt so like over performed not that they were badly performed like i thought everything was really w- well acted for the most part and i thought it looked pretty good i mean framing wise and everything i didn't overall like quite the look it felt a little warm but yeah
0: they're in Miami, Jacob. Oh, that's yeah. true. That's <laughs> probably
1: to bring up the color. <laughs> probably should have thought of that. The temperature is high. And Changes. the temperature is high.
2: <laughs> well, you wanted a cold filter in <laughs> Miami? <laughs> yeah. Yes.
1: Fun. I want the contrast with the orange. Yeah. But I, I enjoyed it overall. It did feel a little long. And I think that was mostly because it took place a lot in the same spot for most of it. And I didn't feel like there was like a progression forward really throughout it. I didn't really feel that. So that kind of made it a little boring for me. It felt long, even though it wasn't that long. Mm, two, but I, I did enjoy it. I still thought it was really yeah, it was well done. Just
0: barely under two hours, though. Yeah. Almost a, almost a long oh, so time. It, it was yeah. kind of
1: longer than. Over average. felt like average. it. <laughs> but overall, I still enjoyed it for sure.
2: Yeah, I, I really. Like this movie, I think I might have been a little high on my score, but that's initial impression, and it was uh, soft what I gave it anyway. So, but that being said, I I did think this movie got better as it went on. At first, I didn't really like it as much, but the more I kind of settled in, the more you got to know like the characters and kind of their what they were or who they were. It kind of helped, and you settled. I got settled in, and it really um. It went up from the first, you know, 20, 30 minutes. It kept getting better and better for me. Um, Jacob didn't mention that your boys in it, Leslie Oldham Junior's in Hamilton. He is, so and he
1: could sing. Yeah, say that he, he can sing all original. Oh, so good. Yeah,
0: all of those
2: his singing <laughs> well,
0: was... You could tell all of the, like his mouth movements, like it were, uh, was real.
2: It was exact. So I was like, oh, he's definitely singing. Yeah, that. I'm just like, and he would Whoo! sing like he would sing like talking you know too you know so how you cool really, that
1: would be able to do just like you're walking that so you start singing and, yeah. and it's just
2: insanely and that was his actual real wife too in the movie oh but, really uh, yep hmm. but the way that he was able to sound just like sam cook is like really impressive like he sounded identical and and the production for the music itself was really good in this because those were all originally saying like by him so he he covered all the songs. They weren't any Sam Cooke songs. Well, were, yeah, that would be weird to include a song that wasn't Sam Cooke, you know. No, Sam, Sam Cooke, they were, Leslie Odom performed Sam Cooke songs. I know, that's what I'm saying. They but were I'm covered saying,
0: by him,
2: yeah. But what I'm saying is, like, soundtracks w- will have original or, like, the original music in them, like, on their soundtrack and not performed by the actual artist. Because, like, we were watching them and they were all full songs. But if you look on the soundtrack, they're actually the full length of the song, which is kind of cool. Mm, um,
3: mm-hmm.
2: And I also liked um, Muhammad Ali. Really looked like Muhammad Ali. Like that was great. Oh yeah, casting. casting I think yeah. casting overall was really good. Um, Malcolm X was a little yeah, not. So he much. looks more like Malcolm X though than Denzel
0: in Spike well, yeah. Lee's movie. Yeah, like he looks, you know, like M- like that. Yeah, closer to what Malcolm X actually yeah. looked like.
2: Um, and Jim Brown, obviously, they I thought that was a great pick because that dude's jacked in every movie, and he looks like a <laughs> like he would be a big ass football player. So, um, but yeah, Cassie was really good. Yeah, um, soundtrack was really good. I do think it was obviously, and this, if we're talking Oscar Beatty, <laughs> this is literally I think the epitome of that by like like you were saying overacting. I f- like a lot of the characters, a lot of the scenarios felt little overwritten like you said but it makes sense I for like
1: ali <laughs> he was over
2: and, and malcolm x was like very yeah. radical in his his approach to everything but you know like i don't we don't really know sam cook that much other than a musician so i don't really i can't really yeah you know and i also felt like they tried the first 30 minutes or whatever like the introduction of everyone felt they were trying to be too oh my god historically accurate
0: oh not that okay i thought you're going somewhere else
2: <laughs> or like like it just felt like i don't know it didn't feel right the introduction of the characters just felt like they were like here's one character boop okay the next one and the same night and they're like doing all these things i don't know it just felt kind of kind of weird but
1: i want to know what Kyle
2: but after that yeah
1: <laughs> talking about
2: oh that the introductions Yeah, yeah um,
0: yeah, I liked it quite a bit. I have the same problems I had with Ma Rainey, where it does feel a little bit like a play. But I think this one escapes that a little bit more. I think it looks better, more like a film than Ma Rainey. Mm-hmm. Um, but it still kind of feels like a TV movie. Um, I just like that. They do kind of have different locations in this also, even though one, it does mostly take place in the motel. They go outside of that room. They have the, you know, yeah, boxing ring, convenience store, a a Ritzy motel or Ritzy hotel. Um, Just a few more locations in this movie, and it makes it feel, I guess, more like a film. Um, So that helped. But yeah, I thought the acting was great, and the casting, like you said, was great. And um, it does feel like one of those things where it's it's overwritten and stuff. But it's the same thing with Ma Rainey, where it's just adapting a play and plays are always like that. Like when you go to a theater, they need to be big. Yeah. You expect those kinds of things, like all of those overly dramatic, overly written things, you know, subtlety is not something that you usually, that theater I feel like doesn't bring that often. Or well, you so, wouldn't be able to hear them. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so that's something that this movie severely lacks. And especially in the opening, I don't know if that was part of the play or not. Like I don't know what how exactly this was transcribed and what the play is like, because do they set up like in the play you wouldn't expect to see like a guy like Jim Brown going to that plantate or that house right in Georgia? Yeah. It just isn't like a it just doesn't seem like a set that is would be able to be done and then uh, changed immediately after. So like those scenes were the introductions and the part that I'm talking about being uh, heavy handed is just like. Everybody getting their, you know, their look at inequality and just like how oh, heavy yeah. that is, like, yeah, you know, oh, he's like, like the guy in Georgia, he's so nice to him, he's so nice to him. Oh, yeah. sorry, we don't <laughs> like black people in the house, you know, and he's just things like, oh,
2: what? yeah, you, what,
0: you know,
1: <laughs> well, I didn't feel like that really paid off either. I thought because yeah. he always didn't mention, he never mentioned that, right? Did yeah. he? I don't think I, so.
0: Well, it's just like supposed to I don't know if it's just supposed to show the inequality, which it does, or if it's supposed to say like where each of them are at in their own beliefs. So that way the conversations later make sense, like their motivations and like, we you know, you already know Malcolm X, how he feels. Yeah. You're you're kind of uncook about unsure about Sam Cooke, possibly Jim Brown or and, you know, Muhammad Ali is kind of siding with Malcolm X. So. I guess just to establish their motivations, but I don't know. It didn't like everything for me. The whole movie can be summed up as like their conversations in the motel. Everything like that was great. Everything else was okay. Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah, totally agree. I guess there's no real spoilers, I guess. Yeah. I mean, I don't really have much to
0: spoil. I don't really even have a lot of notes. It's, it's one of those movies that is, you know, it's hard to, there's not really going to be a lot of, disagreements or arguments you know I think we're pretty much all on the same page that we liked it a lot but it's not you know amazing or great it doesn't transcend the genre or do anything spectacular it just does a lot of things really good well, and, yeah Yeah. some parts are great and some parts are okay um let me just look over these I already went over that oh some of the just like as far as nitpick things uh it's obviously based on transcribed from a playwright so who knows they're not going for this and this is also directed by Regina King which is her first Mm -hmm. movie which is good for that Um, but like the choreography the boxing choreography was like compared to some of like the best choreography that we've seen right yeah Creed and Rocky and all those movies it's just like (laughs) it feels like so um, it feels like it's done by somebody that it feels like a movie version of boxing, right? Like they're just trading punches and there's no cover thrown up or anything like that. Or like anything that you actually would see in a boxing match. It just feels like very stylized boxing, like movie boxing. Yeah. And so it's like, you know, when you've seen great choreography, then it's hard to go back to watching stuff like this. Um, just one small thing. And then the other thing, uh, writing (coughs) racist poop, butt. I had to write that line down. (laughs) It was, uh fuck what character says it? <laughs> racist poop. butt. Yeah, um. yeah, I think it might have been Jim Brown. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, someone literally says the line racist p- poop butt. <laughs> yep, I remember that. <laughs> and I was like, "Oh my god. I have to write that down." <laughs> so, yeah. Um And then there's yeah, there's something else that kind of goes through the end, but I don't know what's more detailed thoughts. I don't
2: I don't have much else to say. Yeah, I don't have a lot because I don't think it was like you like you said, it was it was a movie that we kind of all agree on. And it's it's not something that I feel like there's not much cr- to critique because like it, it was like very technically well done. So it's kind of hard to like like anything that I would we would downplay would be more or less nitpicks, I feel like mm. or just overall enjoyment of the film versus like actual like negativity towards it because I don't think there was a lot of negative things. I do like the, a, a lot of the messages obviously are it's racial driven so but a lot of the conversations they had I liked obviously they were overwritten because no one would talk like that well not no one but yeah friends to friends don't talk like that but well they do bring that they bring it up though
0: because he says um, you know Malcolm you're not on TV yeah, yeah. they actually like which is kind of nice that they yeah, you know, are yeah. are bringing your attention like this is not how we would talk if we were together like just friends together. Yeah. So,
1: mm-hmm. I did like.
0: Ugh, I'm dying. <laughs> the <It's> different, <laughs> yeah, the
1: Pulled different together. perspectives because they all like kind of shared the same thing that there was a problem, right? But they all were dealing it with it kind of in separate way. Well, they at least came to conclusion in separate ways, right? I mean, mm-hmm. obviously Muhammad Ali and Malcolm X were kind of on the same page for the most part, but like Sam cook, he's like, I'm helping people by giving, being that symbol, you know, that will bring more people to be able to do this. And now I can give back where Malcolm X is like, yeah, but you're kind of being like a slave underneath other people. Right. To do that. And you don't shouldn't. And then, you know, and then he has to argue with them because like, well, you're not even talented, right? You're the only one who doesn't belong here. (laughs) Yeah. So that's why you just talk because you can't do anything else. So it was kind of interesting seeing like the different perspectives even though they agreed that on the issue just the way they were dealing like with it was there, very yeah. different.
2: Yeah. I I think the f- my favorite conversation was between Malcolm X and Jim Brown. So I don't know the character's name but or, but um or the actors names but I felt like that one was like the most authentic because like Jim Brown like you just you kind of think of the person that he is and just knowing like his background and stuff, his the way he talked was like much more, I guess, simplified than Malcolm X's, but it like got to the same exact point. So I liked how they were able to, like you said, kind of kind of write around the character versus just writing something and having the character say it. It's like they wrote lines specific for each character. And even like the way that Muhammad Ali obviously would always use metaphors and Stuff like that, the way he talks and they did that in this film. So um, I like that a lot. Yeah, I wish that the whole film
0: was them just coming together in the hotel room and then maybe having like the other moments be weaved in through some sort of like remembrance or flashback, Mm -hmm. kind of like he does with with Sam Cooke's performance, the one from Boston. And then like even like the introductions could have been kind of weaved in in that same way like oh you know i just got back from georgia and this these problems are still going on or something like that you know i'm not a writer i can't not gonna say that it's much better but something like that where we just keep them together and the film is shorter because of that also because you can cut some of that fat Ooh. out too like i don't i don't really remember the or think the malcolm x's all the family stuff that he had was really that important because it feels like they have those conversations to get the point across that um, he is with the uh, Islamic Brotherhood. Like th- you don't even learn by the end of it that they are the ones that right sent to went to kill him. You never even know that. You have to know all of this stuff beforehand. Like yeah, I don't think the movie does a good job anything. of telling you that like the Islamic Brotherhood was after Malcolm X. That even Muhammad Ali's fight that he goes to in Miami. That's supposed. That was like a massive upset. You never learn that, because yeah. he always says, "Oh, I'm the best. I'm the best." So, like, if you didn't know that fight in history, his fight with Sonny Liston, that he was the underdog, you would have think that he just went in as a fight and like it was easy for him. But the yeah. reason they came together and celebrated was because that was a huge upset. Yeah, yeah. like <laughs> if you didn't
1: know one of these guys, you wouldn't know. and yeah. right. right. by, by the end of it, you yeah. have to already be impressed with each of these people, and they didn't yeah.
2: really like. I don't think they portrayed that how young he actually was. He's 22 years old and these those guys were like Well, men. they didn't say that. Yeah. I know they said it, but the way that like I feel like they didn't portray him like like I felt like they're trying to the, make him more in grown up. Only the aspect
0: that he is um uh persuadable, I guess. That's yeah. the only way you can tell he's impressionable, younger. impressionable, yeah. Yeah, impressionable by by Malcolm X, right? Cuz he kind of gets talked into joining the brother and stuff and he has has all these doubts about it and but yeah that's the only thing you can tell i think that he was a lot younger
2: yeah and they were obviously i mean i don't know how much how soon after malcolm x ended up getting assassinated after this it was like days wasn't it was it i don't know but like so he was 39 when he died so that's a 17 this year was difference like between i them.
0: think this takes place in february of 64
2: it was 64 yeah i don't know when he got assassinated though But if he did, you know, so he was 17 years apart from yeah, um, Malcolm X was that much older than Cassius Clay at the time. So I feel like I guess I felt like they were all like the same age and obviously Cassius Clay was quite a bit younger than the other three Mm -hmm. because Jim Brown, I think he retired at like 30 something and I don't know how old Sam Cooke was at the time, but um, I just felt like they could have portrayed his... His youth a little bit more, I, I guess. Um,
0: yeah, it's kind of hard. It and would be they, kind of hard to do though without yeah. being like too you know, too heavy. Yeah, like exposition-y yeah. with it almost. And I also
2: <laughs> the the two guys were I guess were the guys that were following him were the ones that maybe assassinated him, but and they well, showed it see- multiple times, but it didn't really like. Yeah, and mm-hmm. he said that he was in trouble with the Nation of Islam, like they were. They, he he actively said it like I don't, I'm going to make my own organization. That's why he ended up going away from that. But, yeah, I mean they do bring like but those, it's very slight. <laughs> they
0: bring those elements up later. I do agree, but and I guess I mean, I guess a lot of people know more about Malcolm X, right? Like he is like one of the most well-known figures. So I guess and he's
1: from Detroit, so I feel like we should know
0: more. Yeah,
2: lived in Albion for a little bit. Yeah. I mean,
0: I've never seen I. Sh- I want to see Spike Lee's Malcolm X film. I mean, that tells pretty much just chronicles his whole life, his autobiography. But um, yeah, I I don't know. I guess they do enough to cover him. But I feel like the whole under the whole underdog thing was not known at all. And you would never know that unless you knew it already. Oh,
2: so that was almost a year after. Okay, one year. It was February 25th that that was set. And um, he died February 21st the following year. Cool. He looks like Cuba Gooding Jr., though. Like, I don't <laughs> know. Whoever has casting hasn't casted Cuba, and that's a that was bad. Like, he looks yeah. a lot like.
0: You him. know who he. Well, well, this was probably a long time ago, but kind of looks like uh, that one guy from <laughs> Seinfeld. I'm not going to. I don't know his name, but. What's his name? Kyle? It's not really much of an. I guess he hasn't done a lot of acting roles. I'm gonna look him up though. Uh, Any other thoughts on One Night in Miami?
2: He also looks a lot like Kenny Goins. Kenny Goins, you think so? Yeah. Have you ever seen the picture with Kenny Goins look looking like Malcolm X?
0: No, I mean I obviously know what Kenny Goins looks like, but (laughs) that I can't can't imagine him.
4: Yeah,
2: a little bit. Look at that. Okay, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, a little bit. (laughs) <laughs> anyway, no, I don't have any. I don't have anything else to say about this. Daryl Nelson, Dar- I don't know if that's his
0: name. He <laughs> right? don't look like him. Come on. No way.
2: His nose is so pointy. <laughs> oh come on. That Dude looks Jewish.
0: <laughs> well, anyway, in the episode, it's funny because they talk about she thinks he's black, but he's not black. Uh, what is he Jewish? <laughs> Uh, I mean, he might be in real life. Or Samuel Bliss Cooper is the actor's name. I don't know. I don't know what he actually is, but I'm saying that's the joke in the episode is. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> any other thoughts on One Night in Miami? No. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard to have a lengthy discussion on. It's not really much to talk about.
1: Yeah.
2: Still worth seeing. Yeah,
1: right, definitely what are we saying? worth a watch. It's on Amazon, yeah, and so. Amazon.
2: English and Russian descent. Cool. Uh... <laughs>
0: It, uh it could be nominated for some acting you think for this coming year yeah it's gonna
1: be eligible for yeah but you don't think there's gonna be anything
0: better by that <laughs> original soundtrack it would have had to. Well, I don't know how. I don't know what the date the cutoff date is for twenty twenty. This was
2: tightly released. Yeah, that's some some Christmas.
0: Christmas. This, this was twenty twenty. Yeah, this is. 2020. Oh, okay. It came so, out yeah. Christmas. 2020. I mean, twenty
1: twenty. Yeah, for twenty twenty, yeah, it could probably. Again, I well, we can. We it didn't come to prime. But it was it, I don't. Will until, it win anything? I don't think so. But,
0: but no, I don't think it's gonna win anything. But, but yeah, it could be nominated. We
1: could get some nods. Yeah, definitely.
0: <laughs> like Jacob knows. <laughs> When
1: I win this year, they go, and you so have to, have watch to wait till April, April, whatever that movie is. Bobbleheads. They
0: see. They, they see. see. <laughs> All right, out of five stars. 3.5, a soft four. I think I gave it a light 3.5, or I would say light. Probably almost right exactly. Here's a question. What did you like more, Ma Rainey or this?
1: This. Ma Rainey.
0: Hmm. I'm, that's where I'm like tough. I could flip flop them and be this is a
2: thousand percent this.
0: Well, I know that because you gave this a full star higher. But uh, for me, I don't know. I do not like it matters. All right. I don't think we have anything else um, besides what else we've been watching. And I've got a lot. Yeah. I
1: thought this is going to be all Kyle. When Kyle's eyes, I, I eyes don't don't hotel. I've been like. Ever since I was going on that huge grind to get those hundred out last that year, I'm like, "Bust you down." Doesn't yeah, it.
0: <laughs> like I was watching so
1: many movies. But
0: now it's like, okay, we're prepping for the top right. 100. Also, Josh didn't watch anything. You know, we're prepping for. And remember last year when you um, said, what "I did, did you say? watch something." Uh, that has oh to yeah, do with. it's summer and I don't want to watch movies. I'll watch movies when it gets cold. And now it's <laughs> the middle a bunch of winter. Hey, <laughs> I did
1: watch something that has to do with the top hundred list. Spoiler, but. Maybe it's another one Jesus, Jacob. Um, one, two... You got three others.
0: I've only got three, yeah.
1: Oh, well, I got... But some. they're all, you know... I got two.
0: There you go. So I'll start and then you can go. Kind of, Okay, two. first I watched... So, as I said, we are prepping for the top 100, which is going to be episode 100. But that means a lot of movies and hopefully a lot of good movies watching. So...
1: Lots of good movies watching. My
0: bell curve is about to be <laughs> fucked. It's about to be... Uh, You're going to get it. It's only all going to be I'm slanted. I'm only going to be watching... Like, it's going to be exponential growth. Good movies, <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so basically all of these were Travis' recommendations, um, who was on the show last week. Shout out. Who? No, I'm just kidding. And I started <laughs> Never off heard of her. with Midnight Cowboy. Um, Let me see. I can't remember. What was the director's name? British Way to guy. be professional. <laughs> I just want to I just want to give credit here. Okay, so this was 1969. Uh, John John Schlesinger Schlesinger. Anyway, um, Midnight Cowboy won Best Picture in 1969, the only rated X film to ever win Best Picture. I didn't was, even know they could. Which was changed five or six years later to rated R. The movie was changed to rated R. Oh. At the time in the 60s, fun fact, it was rated X because of the homosexual. Uh, really um in the 60s not even like 69 not even like scenes of like homoeroticism it's just like the implications were enough to get it rated x isn't that crazy
2: huh (laughs) yeah it's crazy to see how young john voight looks in this
0: yeah so john voight dustin hoffman and it's it's really that's like the best parts of the movie is the acting um I did like it a lot overall. Basically, the story is just like I got uh, a young cowboy moves from Texas to New York to pursue basically a career in prostitution. He wants to like, you know, hook up. he thinks all these rich old ladies are going to want to get with him because he's a uh, young stud and calls him, you know, calls himself a stud and thinks he's going to have like this big stud fee or whatever. And um, it was a lot more stylized than I thought. I didn't expect like these weird trippy sequences and like these flashbacks and cutting going from black and white to color and dream sequences and all this stuff and like I didn't know, really know what to expect I guess but the editing was great and all that there's a lot of interesting shots there's like you know just camera techniques um that are endearing to see now done um, back then, because a lot, a lot of stuff they had to do, you know, basically analog. There's no digital effects right, or anything, right. crash zooms and stuff like that. So, like I said, there's like, these dream sequences, and usually they mirror kind of what's happening in real life. Like there's one where Dustin Hoffman dreams that he's like in Miami, right, and he's and all these people Miami. are bringing him drinks and one night, yeah, he's, <laughs> you know, all these things are happening. <laughs> but then the dream starts to turn sour and go into a nightmare because what he's seeing in real life is that like John Void is getting shut down by this lady. So his, so the dream comes crashing down because he realizes he, at first he goes into it thinking he's going to make a bunch of money off this girl. I'm his pimp. Uh, I'm going to get a cut of that money. We're going to start making money. And then as solely he realizes that's not what happened, that is not what's happening. His dream starts to change into like this nightmare. He gets thrown into the pool in Miami and just a lot of interesting things like that, like how they mirror it. um, yeah, I don't, I don't think I wrote down what, oh, the connections between, there's like certain flashbacks that have like from Joe's past, Joe Buck is the, is John Voice character and there's these certain dream sequences and flashbacks that he has that don't really connect to the story overall and there's other, just like some other small story elements that I didn't love. Um, it didn't like come together, it didn't all come together as nice as I wanted but as like just the their relationship, Dustin Hoffman and John Voight, and most of the story, it works out really well. There's also like a weird club uh, Andy Warhol scene that's like kind of out of place almost. But I mean, is it? Yeah, I think so.
1: What were your notes say about it? Um, can you read them?
0: <laughs> yeah, I can read them. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, and the priest scene too. So there's like, a, there's like a guy that he's cr- trying to get set up with um, to be his pimp instead who like sets these guys up all over town. But then he takes him there and he ends up being like a religious nut. So like why would he take him there and why would he be doing these, dealing these guys out, you know, for prostitution if he's like this huge religion? It was just like a weird scene. Have you
1: heard of the Catholic chair?
0: Yeah. No, I, I, I get and I think this is trying to critique. A lot of oh, okay. religion, but yeah. it just does it in a weird way and it didn't really work. Gotcha. Anyway, I gave it a four out of five. Ooh. Could go up on a rewatch. Pretty um, strong. But stay in there. Song's great too. They have a the song that they reuse over and over is like it was written only a few years before and it was covered by the guy that sings it in the movie, but was it that as great. good as Suspiria? Oh no. <laughs> Come on. That's anyway, it's I think it's, everybody's talking. You've heard it before.
1: Yeah. yeah. Can you see it? For <laughs> no. You can play it.
0: <laughs>
1: Throw okay. it in here. Throw it in. <laughs> Go ahead. Like Sam Cooke. <laughs> Leslie Odom Jr. So I watched a movie that was a recommendation by someone who recommended a movie, a couple of movies to us. So Trevor, he was on a win with the Dave Made a Maze. And then he's less lost. of a win with uh, the man who killed... Hitler and then Bigfoot. And I will say he's right on track with that one for this one. So, actually, Sorry, if you look Trevor. at all
0: of these movies, then I would say he's is pretty much 0 for 3. Falling? I, okay. I mean, so I haven't seen this movie that you're going to talk about, but. Y- you won't want to. Okay, I there you think go. You would
1: be harder on it. 0 for 3. <laughs> you would definitely be harder on it. So, I watched The Headhunter. It's 72 minutes. So, why not? You know, it's like a really short movie. And it was directed by Jordan Downey, who did other things such as Thanks Killing 3.
0: Supposed to be the best of the Thanks Killing movies.
1: And Critters. Don't forget about uh, Techno Western. Techno Western. Can't forget about that one. So like this one, this movie had a lot of heart. It definitely was. I wouldn't be interested in seeing what the budget was for it. Cause it must have been tiny, like tiny, and they did a lot. If it was big, then this is a really bad. But I'm assuming it's not because thirty thousand. Okay, so they did pretty great with that budget, like really great with that budget, because the actual like sets that that they were in looked great. The prosthetics that they used for. So it's called the headhunter because it's about this guy who's like a Viking guy and he lives outside this castle and he kill he's a witcher. So he kills like evil magical creatures (laughs) and he puts their heads on spikes and that's like what he does. Like the castle rings, blows a horn and then he goes and kills something. That's basically it. And he keeps getting hurt really bad. The most like egregious thing to me, which again, with the budget, I understood why they couldn't do it, but it doesn't make it better to watch because of that. And it doesn't show like any of the fights. Mm. So he just goes out and he comes back every single time, like bloodied and like in so much pain. He puts his goop on him that heals himself and he's like, like super messed up. Like it looked really good. The uh, damage that was done to him. Very well done. The makeup and blood and everything look good. But that's all you saw. So it was like so repetitive. It would be like he goes and he barely talks, which is great because when he does talk, the writing is atrocious. (laughs) And
2: (laughs) Jacob, according to Bloody Disgusting, this is the coolest 2019 horror movie you probably haven't seen, (laughs) but absolutely must not a must.
1: I'm not uh, trying to hate on it because, like, I respect it for what it was. It was so $30,000 is nothing.
2: Oh, right? he did the first Thanksgiving, too. He did all of them, I think. No, there's a second one. Oh.
0: Or does it go straight to three?
2: I don't It's it like says, a weird, that's like a weird tongue-in-cheek. Killing film. director, Jordan Downey made a short anyway. Critters. Yeah.
1: So, <laughs> like, he did a lot with the budget. It had beautiful scenery. It took place, I'm guessing, some kind of. I don't know. There was mountains and stuff. It looks Scandinavian, but I have no idea where this was filmed. And good drone shots. But Portugal. Oh, interesting. <laughs> sure. And so it looked pretty, the scenery and the, it, something was off about the cinematography though. Like it looked like it was competently done by somebody who is a fan of very well done <laughs> cinematography. Nothing felt original. It felt so, uh, forced it felt like they were doing cool shots without trying to do a shot that added to the scene it was just a cool shot for no reason and it, you could feel that kind of em- emptiness with it and i don't know if it was because of how it was filmed or because the camera they used just was not a great camera <laughs> but yeah i enjoyed it overall I get, like like but I couldn't recommend it because even at 72 minutes,
0: I'll say it's very short.
1: Yeah. It dragged, <laughs> like, it was so repetitive. I mean, he goes out, you don't see the fight. He comes back and the whole thing, reason he was doing this. Actually, I want to read one line for because <laughs> like, it was so bad. Do you have it. Like, yeah. So I wrote it. So the scene is
2: he basically, Can he keeps going to this, this grave you act this out, boys. I can't because
1: <laughs> it won't reach or I would. Mike, <laughs> you can pull it off the, the no. <laughs> And then, so the entire time he keeps going back to this grave, who's apparently a little girl in the grave. And the reason he's even fighting these monsters is for an oath for the little girl, which I don't know. That's the weakest, like, thing. It's such an easy cop-out, like, just to push the story forward, right? And... At one part, there's the thing that killed the girl, and that's what he's trying to kill this whole time. But it, these other things, I don't know why he's killing them, just because, he, I don't know, he had to do that job, He's a maybe, bounty hunter
2: for a local kingdom.
1: In order to find the thing that killed the girl. But he finally finds the thing that killed the girl. So he goes off, and it's far away. I don't know how he knows that this horn means that thing and how he knows where to go, but he goes. And he has to stop halfway and he, at the point place where he has a fire and there's a dead person next to him and i'm like probably not the best place to make your fire then <laughs> there's literally someone who died is like their dead body's sitting there like probably wasn't a safe place but anyway so he looks at the body and he's like what's got you was it a troll no too far north for a troll What got me was a little girl, and also the oath I made to her. Huh? Maybe it was a troll. What? (laughs) (laughs) That was the line. Pretty much verbatim. I may have missed something there, but that was the line. And I'm just like, oh, please don't talk. Luckily, there was not much talking because there's only like one actor in this entire movie that you see.
0: So I mean, if I'm reading that right, you're saying that he, when he says troll, he's, he's talking to like, the what got the killed the No, other but guy. he's saying he's saying troll in the sense that like a this troll. is a person like trolling him.
1: No, a troll killed him literally, because the magical creatures exist in
0: this. Yeah, but he says what got me was it maybe it well, was a little troll. girl. Yeah, maybe it was a troll.
1: No, he's still talking. He's talking oh. now again back to the guy. Oh, okay, because he's like, what got me was the little girl, and then for some reason he looks back. He's like, well maybe it was a troll oh okay and it was just that bad <laughs> like, and then he goes and kills the thing right and i'm like oh cool that was you don't see him kill the thing that he's been searching for however many years this has been you don't see the fight <laughs> he kills the thing gets hurt again that's all you see goes back camps out at that same spot and then travels all the way back home, and it's still limping. I'm like, how? Why would you travel this far? If you, and you're still hurt that much, but you're able to make it this entire distance and stay a night. But whatever. So he gets back home, and <laughs> like, it's the cheesiest thing. They have a shutter that is like blowing in the wind. The fake. It had like definitely a string is attached to the shutter, pulling it, and it, you just watch the stair go. T- and it's hitting the goop like off the shelf and you're like oh where is this gonna go and it pours over and lands on the the creature's head and it grows a spine again and comes back to life and ends up taking control
2: of the little girl's body you're you're just running this whole movie
1: (laughs) because you don't need to what if i wanted to watch it Cause it,
2: okay, you can watch it. Well, you just ruined the
1: whole movie for me. <laughs> no, there's more. Does he succeed? I don't Does know. the creature come back to life? You, you don't know. Really? You there's so much more. 72 minutes. Now you have to watch this.
0: I will never find out.
1: <laughs> so, like, I got it. I'm like, was this trying to be serious or was this trying to be a B movie? Because as a just If it would have went just full B movie, it would probably have probably been much more enjoyable. But I felt like it was trying very hard and had put a lot of heart into it. And I feel bad, almost not kind of so bad because like budget constraints, oh, everything. Safe. There's a reason they couldn't make the movie they wanted to. <laughs> and there is talent involved in it not the acting or the I'm looking cinematography. at some good
2: reviews from this movie.
1: People love it, but that's the thing you feel the heart, but I'm not going to give it all these like a ton of extra points just for heart. Like they had it had so many problems. Like when a 72 move, minute movie feels long, you have some problems.
0: There's like you're saying there's a lot of problems that are brought up not because of the budget too, like Yeah.
1: Yeah. You
0: like know. like we had, we watched, violet you know for example a movie with zero dollar budget but even with that there's still things that you fail at, you know yeah so you like you can't excuse it because of the budget exactly
1: and this was better yeah, than violet just this had way more skill go. involved with it than violet for example but like acting wise pretty much that level <laughs> no and <no>, writing wise <laughs> pretty much that level but luckily there wasn't like a it, lot of acting or writing needed i feel
2: like i read that the guy that people were praising the actor Uh, He was really good in it. He was good at
1: acting like he was in pain, (laughs) but the it wasn't like how do you make that line really better? I mean, clearly this is a new actor, and he's so, and he has bad writing given to him. (laughs) It's not like. You the film would a garner several
2: awards and nomination at the various film festivals it was screened at and received positive reviews from critics upon its release, and many praising the film's atmosphere, cinematography, see? and Riggs performance. I told you it felt So everything ca- everything Jacob said he didn't no, like No, I said was the cinematography seemed like yeah, it was well who? done, but it didn't look uh, like it didn't squish anything. Rant, Los Angeles Times, uh, Bloody Disgusting, Dread Central, Joe Blow, Pace Magazine. Gave it good reviews, okay. Reviews, I didn't give it a bad score. Judd Central gave and it, and you watch five. it, are, you know, there's a lot no of times way.
0: people watch it like and take it into consideration. Like, if you were to rank it among these types like, of movies, if or, I
2: give
1: this a three and a half, I'm saying it's as good as One Night, no, you're saying <laughs> yeah. in you're Miami, saying
2: we, we've we established this. It's not I'm saying trying it's not as to good, do that though, because like it's a 3. saying 5 that you could have enjoyed it 5. more. Yeah, but it's not going to bring out that far to me. A that three and a answer. half star film isn't always a three and a half star film across the board.
1: I'm trying to be more. Yeah, exactly. Even. Yeah.
2: Yeah. A five star. You might. It's just a movie that you love. Yeah.
0: I mean, but but to, in order to love it, usually it has to have good things about it. Yeah. Or Everything has
2: to be well, good yeah. about it.
0: And the
1: atmosphere the mix was really well done. But and again, like the shots and scenery were really well done. But they didn't add anything. They felt you like think somebody knowing the who budget was beforehand copying. would make it better. No, because I could tell it was that around there. <laughs> like it does well with that really well with that budget. Like that's impressive what it did. This could have been a million dollars. Hundreds of thousands of dollars. <laughs> at least. So he does well with that, but the pacing was a bad. The fact that none of the fights you watch were in time? it. Uh, I, you, I rented it on YouTube. Bummer.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Paid money for this. Yeah. It was now probably like three bucks. Or it's so. only
1: 72 minutes, but it would be... I could recommend it. I think you could
2: enjoy it, and it's 72 minutes. I plan minutes. On
1: watching it tonight. Kyle would hate it. No. I would
2: absolutely hate this one. I feel like Kyle's a l- loose cannon, though. You never know with him. He wouldn't like this one. It's on Shutter. Why'd you waste it?
1: I did not have Shutter. I have
2: Shutter. Mm-hmm. We both have Shutter. <laughs> we both have
1: Shutter. I didn't know it because on the Letterbox it didn't show it on Shutter for me. Well, you have to get Just Watch. Yeah, don't Plug use Just... Letterboxd no. it doesn't have as much. They only do have like many certain options. ones. Yeah. But it uses Just Watch,
2: I thought. No.
0: Letterbox doesn't use Just
2: Watch. If you click it? on it, it takes you to Just Watch. Oh. Yeah, but they it doesn't, like, if they're not updating it properly or yeah. or they're only they're probably only well it was like channels. five
1: dollars and I supported them
2: I feel good about myself well now that I know it's free I'm I'll there you go watch, watch it. it yeah watch it let me, send me know two minutes Kyle you can squeeze it honestly you yeah I'm I'm
0: I already told you I'm focused on the best the you could have Who knows this might be the you best could of the best. argue it
1: um, on this tonight you could argue it up for me maybe freaking, maybe so half sure. a star
2: maybe it got a three point one average. Yeah, box. you. That's still
1: like kind of pushing it, though. I'll so I'll I gave it myself. It, I gave it a two point five. Like, it does a lot with what it's given, so and that brought it to average. But it's not like this. I have no want to watch it again. It could have done a lot with what it, the setting, everything. I love that setting. There's not enough movies. I want more movies with that in well, Viking coming soon. I know. <laughs> what I love. Say? Northman coming soon. Oh, Northman. Like <laughs> that Viking horror.
2: I love that. That's, gonna be, j- that's gonna, gonna, gonna be the best the, of the best. That's gonna Robert overtake Eggers, uh, the lighthouse. Oh, for, for sure. Jacob. It might. <laughs> I hope it does. I hope it's. Be- I hope it. You ever play Hellblade?
1: Right yeah, it's on Game Pass. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Amazing, and it has that same setting. Ugh. I love that setting.
2: It was finished in Norway, by the way.
1: There we go. It started Newest in Portugal, but ended in Norway. Did knew you? It?
0: Did you ever say your rating outright? Yeah, Two point five. Okay. Okay. Well, speaking of uh movies that we're gonna spoil completely, I will not do that to this movie. If you haven't seen it. <laughs> I didn't spoil it completely. Pretty no
1: much. much you're like,
2: and at the end the Whoa, fucking wait, Goop deep. drops down on the monster he just killed and came back to life, took over his daughter. It's that's like not well, at all what happened. So <laughs> That's what <laughs> you guess said. You didn't watch it.
0: <laughs> um have either of you seen Burning? No. From twenty eighteen. Okay, then I, remember, I really, I, I remember really don't. It, but. I really am not going to say much about it
2: because we need to watch it.
0: Um, I think Jacob would absolutely cream his pants for this movie. One, it's Korean. Two, beautiful cinematography. Ooh, um, a little bit just came out. But for me, I think there's a ton of great parts to this movie. I just don't think it comes together satisfyingly, satisfactory, satisfactory. <laughs> Satiatingly, um, <laughs> yeah there's just like a lot of like i thought it was kind of obvious and kind of on the nose and like a lot of people are saying that there's like so much subtlety to this and it might take a rewatch to get up to where it should be because i can rewatch it and kind of look for those things knowing the ending but to me really? I, I just thinking back there's still like unanswered questions and like things that kind of are there almost for no reason and i mean They might have some deeper meaning or whatever, but on the surface, like even the characters themselves, I feel like are pretty surface level. None of them really have like an arc. You kind of just are going through this story and even from, I want to say two thirds of it in, it's it's supposed to kind of wrap up like this mystery and like this ending is so impactful and all that stuff. And I didn't really feel that, so... I didn't love it as much as everybody else does, but all of the technical elements, I should say, are really great. The acting is really great. Um, there's some good parts of the score; um, other parts are okay. The, but the shots, in particular, did you know who did great. the
2: cinematography? Did should you I look know? it up? No, he did *Parasite*, *The Wailing*, well, and yeah. Snowpiercer Piercer*. Okay, well, that no wonder.
1: <laughs> yeah, those are all. Uh, I, I don't mean, know, yeah, pronounce his name it definitely it would be better
2: at that it.
0: That definitely stands out, like amongst Pyo-hung. That stands out amongst everything else in this movie Han is Jung just the shots.
2: Joe.
0: There's other things too that like people are deriving from it, which I don't know I want to know what the intention was, because if the intention isn't these things, then I can like forgive it. But like if there is like supposed to be this commentary on class, it doesn't really work for me and I can say why maybe once you watch it and we can talk about it. Um and a couple other things, but yeah, it just I liked it. I wanted to like it more, but I didn't love it. And I hope you can watch it soon because then I can go into all my notes. But like I said, I'll just keep it brief by saying
1: watch it today. (laughs) I'll just keep it brief.
0: Yeah, it's long. That's okay, though. Uh, I liked it a lot. yeah. yeah. I didn't love it. Yeah. And I gave it a three and a half. And I would like to like to rewatch it. Probably will be a while, but I'll try to get it in again sometime. It's on Netflix right now. So very accessible. Yeah,
1: he also did Mother.
0: Who? The cinematographer. Yeah, Mother by. Bong Joon Ho's. Yeah, oh, I thought you were talking about. I I don't think so. Mother. (laughs) I (laughs) would have Matthew Libatique. I said
1: Mother,
2: not Mother. (laughs) Um, Mother, Mother, (laughs) Rachel. (laughs) I never discussed it. I kind of want to talk about it. And we, never, I never got around to it. I was, we I,
0: that's well, yeah, because I was looking back, I was like, did Josh watch anything this week? Oh no! It, but and then I looked back and I was like he never really said anything about Scott Pilgrim. Yep, Scott Pilgrim. So I wanted <laughs> yeah, to touch it because we I had because we
2: we recorded like our anniversary, or our top ten, and then we recorded something, and I watched it beforehand. So I just wanted to touch well, on yeah, it. We were talking about Edgar Wright, and I'm
1: like, we're you talking about Edgar like Wright. Scott Pilgrim,
2: um, and Jacob told me to watch Scott Pilgrim uh, versus the World or whatever, on whatever Netflix, the hell it's called, right? On Netflix, Hulu, I think it's Netflix. Okay, whatever. <laughs> Scott Pilgrim versus the world, and it was pretty much everything that you said it'd be. It was um, very stylized, um, mm-hmm. funny. It had a, this, I think, was funnier than any other film I've ever seen by him. Really, yeah, like this. This comedy is yeah, much pretty... more American like, <laughs> not American like, but <laughs> I think it does it has more american elements in it like i feel like well like it's like the,
0: the british style in, right. but american references yeah
2: yeah so like it's easier to right like the, the yeah. cornetto trilogy is a lot of it's probably some british humor so it's like it just doesn't affect you the same way because it, yeah. it's not pertinent it doesn't it doesn't make sense to us it's whereas ironic. this one this one had all all every like Funny joke was definitely American, (laughs) and the
1: editing and the the editing was great. Commentary, yeah, comedy was Uh, so good, like the bed.
2: yeah, (laughs) hey, yeah, that was really good, (laughs) and it had all the choppy cuts. But this is also, you can tell the direction, like while watching the Cornetto trilogy, and then like him falling into his actual true style, and you see that in this movie, and then you obviously you saw it in at World's End as well, and this is definitely. A progression from Hot Fuzz, which is being what we said was like too much Edgar yeah. Wright, to him settling in, finding out what cuts he can make and still make a movie that's not too choppy. So did he, you
0: did you say you have or have not seen Baby
2: Driver? I haven't seen Baby. I'm trying. I, I, should I actually, have brought that. I had. Yeah, I, I think you have it on Voodoo. Oh, say, it probably is on my voodoo, yeah. I will say I probably, Baby recent, is probably actually not recently, but one of my least favorite of his. So movie. yeah, I've,
0: it's a lot of people's least of his favorite yeah. of his.
2: I just like this progression that I'm seeing, and yeah. So, but he might like it more. That's what I'm yeah. saying. No, I might it's like,
0: still really good,
1: and it's the only one that got like actual. It's the highest critically critically acclaimed. An too. award, it got yeah. an award, right? Yeah. So, so.
2: editing, probably sound editing, I think, or yeah. mixing. But yeah, um, I I really liked it, um. So what do you think a, about the a lot effects of nods. though? That's why I was saying it had a lot of nods. And gonna hold it's up definitely forever. long lasting, yeah, like cuz it doesn't it's special effects but it doesn't it's 8 bit or like so it Well, it makes it timeless. Yeah, right? Like it they feels, didn't do they didn't do like blood, like blood. It was like if someone cut its head off, it's like digital or you know, like Well,
1: and every time you they, they kill up, someone, got got they turn into coins, coins yeah.
2: because of River City Ransom. Yep.
1: So th- if you're like a gamer this this it, is a like they must movie. have been like he must have been a gamer to make a movie like this because it that's what it literally feels like going against how, the seven or X's. he just seven. pulls seven. This X's. was a this was a graphic novel. Before. True, but still, all the references like, could have been in the graphic novel. Maybe I haven't read it to <laughs> exactly, be fair. So. I heard the game's really good too, but it just felt it felt so much like a game with fighting the seven bosses. You know. Yeah, and then <laughs> like responding. I didn't know like Chris Evans was in it, and he's yeah great super in it. early old random. Old old. Yeah, he's great in it. Um, and it the overtopness fits it perfectly. Just all like it's
2: very well cast. Yeah the yeah. the one problem I have with it, and I I remember writing it in the diary, I said as much as I love the film's editing and its homage to video games, I find myself a little. I found myself being a little worn out for, by it from the end because it was. And I said the film was about fifteen to twenty minutes too long. Because I feel like by the end of it, it was so much like editing and so much, and that's like another problem that I've always had with Edgar Wright's films is sometimes, like I said, he over edits, and by the end of it, like the last fight scene, um, it was like I was pretty much over the movie, like not saying that the the fight scene was the most probably. The fight scene was really awesome. I liked it and I, I feel like they could have cut out like 10, 15 minutes in the middle-ish and put that fight scene a little bit closer and then it wouldn't have been f- so worn out by the end of it, but still a great movie. Um, I think I gave it a four star.
1: It's a good one. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> now you've seen like pretty much all of Edgar Wright's watch, movies. So when you see next. Baby Driver, you're like done.
0: It's on Voodoo. Is that it?
1: No, we it's that student film. I no, guess I don't,
2: but
0: is that it, like, from its... Yeah, all, yeah you would have seen all yeah. of them yep. if you watched And then Peter he has
1: Last Night in Soho coming out this year, hopefully. Yep. Which we know nothing about. There's not even a trailer or teaser or anything for it. I think there's, like, one picture. I'm not sure I understand. Okay, then. <laughs> Siri doesn't
3: understand <laughs> She don't
2: either. get it either.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Did you want oh, to Jacob. touch on... Uh, Oh, not. Did you want to touch on Night Because you never talked about that either. Yeah, I talked about it. Did you it talk about one. it? Yeah. Okay. Never mind. Didn't I? I think so. I don't yeah. know.
1: We talked. It was a long episode, too. <laughs> <laughs> what was, when we you start you drinking for that long period of time. Didn't you say you had two? Well, this one a is though? a rewatch. And I was talking about the potential top Parasite. 100. <laughs> Parasite. Oh, okay. So I haven't rewatched this since a while now, actually.
0: I still haven't rewatched it. But yeah. I haven't. yeah, I haven't either. I'm this pro- is like my fourth,
1: fourth or fifth time watching it, <laughs> and I have it on UHD 4K.
2: Oh, nice! You got the yeah, 4K. I
1: got the 4K. Does that that's... change
2: anything? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like for that movie though, it you oh, see yeah.
1: every single strand like definitively between their hair, like and everything, it's insane and just it is makes it even more impressive that's on a set. I just can't get over that. Like, that's insane.
0: Well, yeah, it's almost like it's kind of unfair to call it a set because it was built like for that. So it's like yeah. it's more of like a practical location just still happened to be built. For it that. looks so real, though. Yeah. yeah.
1: Like the whole background, everything looks so good. And th- I mean, I noticed these on past rewatch, but I renoticed them now. Like when, you know, you already know what's going to happen. And this movie takes twists like none other. Right. Right. And the little nods to it (laughs) that you notice when you're watching it again versus the first time, which is always great to have in a movie, you know, to make it more rewarding to rewatch it. Yeah. Yeah. Like they hint at what's going to happen so many times. Like he's like, she always eat. The only problem with her, she always eats for two people. And then you're like, oh, because she's actually feeding two people. There's like a lot of those nods. And yeah, I loved it. This movie is like perfection and it just constantly twists and turns and everything that it does is so thought out. The music, the montages of that editing is beautiful. Like telling that story of everything like so smoothly. And then it just complete 180 the story. I don't even, I still don't really know how to place this into a genre. Yeah. It's just such a well done movie. I can't wait. I don't even think he's working on anything still. Mm, but I don't know. I can't
2: wait Yeah, I'll have to watch rewatch that obviously for the top hundred, but oh, I, have a, I actually uh, wasn't that impressed by it the first time. Um well, you know I mean I it's still a great movie yeah, and I gave it a like four yeah. and a half, but I don't know if I don't know if a rewatch is gonna make it bump up. It's only fact. the
1: highest rated movie on Letterboxd of all time. Of all time.
0: Narrative film, yep. That is true. Cool. I, yeah, I can't wait to rewatch that also. Well, uh, if you get a player <laughs> that can, and a TV
1: or whatever that can play it, I have the UHD. I have the TV. I have. I already have it on Blu-ray. Well, I have 4K. I,
0: I know. I would like to watch it on 4K. You can stream it on 4K. We can't yeah, get not a, the... what we want. Yeah, it's not the same. I know. Um, okay, last movie I caught up with was Yorgos Lanthimos's Dog Tooth. So this has been on my list for a very long time, and I'd heard a lot of things about it. Still, obviously, you never know what to expect going into a Yorgos Lanthimos movie, and I liked it he a lot. Did you do Mandy? No, that it's was Panos Kazmatos. Cosma- Ca- um, Duh, idiot. <laughs> um, no, but this movie Yorgos, is Panos. like probably the most Yorgos smoothie movie I've ever seen. I haven't seen his earlier films still, but I've seen Dogtooth, The Lobster. Uh, Killing of a Shaker Deer and The Favorite and this is the most Yorgos of those I've seen and you can see so right after this he goes into English language films this was in Greek Um, so you can see how how all of the things in this movie are going to be and like how it plays out in his other films the super dry just delivery of lines and, and comedy black comedy like super dark things in this movie like incest and um just parental like almost um I don't know (laughs) it's they they have them so brainwashed like just the implications there behind that and I could say everything in my notes and it still would not be a spoiler because this movie it doesn't have an explanation and it uh, that might not satisfy a lot of people but I was kind of looking at it and thinking about it afterwards. And that's kind of the point is to not have an explanation. And you draw like a, you can draw a lot more things from that rather than if it ge- if it gave you one. Um, So, yeah, there's just like a lot of weird things that, you know, great th- scenes that like come out of that and of not having, you know, this this story. And the setup is basically that these parents shelter their kids so much. They don't know anything about the outside world. They even think like certain objects are called different things. Like a salt shaker is called the telephone. That's like how brainwashed they are. (laughs) So it's, uh, you know, their lives are so different and they think that the only way to, that they're prepared to leave the house is when they lose their dog tooth and then it grows back. And that's when they're capable of leaving the house. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of where the movie comes from or the title comes from. (laughs) And, um, there is one thing, there's like an obvious um, connection that you can make to it all where there's uh there's a scene where a cat gets into their yard and they don't know what it is. Right. They've never seen a cat before. It's like the village. Yeah. It's, I mean, kind of, but like a much more <laughs> comedic and like, I don't know. Yeah. Very different, but they don't know what this cat is. So they, you know, kill it and, um, no. Yeah, and then he's like and the dad's like, Oh, the cat, you know, that beast, it, the beast. They think they have they think they have another family outside of their of on the other side of the fence. They think they have another family, so they'll like throw food over to the family and like all these objects, but there's nothing over there, obviously. <laughs> there's so just the, a stray cat. Yeah. The dad yeah, it's just a stray and the dad tells him, Oh, the cat, it killed your brother, you know, and then they have like what? a funeral for their brother. Which they don't you know, the fake brother. Yeah, that and, um, lives on the other side of the yeah, fence. But he okay. tells him that and then he teaches them, you know, okay, this is how we have to keep the beasts at bay, the cats. And they, they get down all fours and they start barking like dogs. And He tells them this is how you, you, know, keep them away. And so there's just all these references to, like, literally them turning or, like, them being dogs and animals. Like, you know, the whole dog tooth thing that there's a couple other things. But that was, like, one of the more interesting, uh, obvious, like, connections and metaphors. But... Yeah, it's it's very, very interesting. There's like a couple I think there's a couple things that don't come together in it. And there's one question in particular that I have, like why he brings the father, brings somebody in to uh, basically have sex with the son. And if they're so sheltered, like, why would he do that? And at first I thought it was like to keep his his like sexual desires at bay, like so he wouldn't, you know, like experiment or anything with his sisters. I thought it would make more slaves. Mm, well no yeah I don't know I'd, honestly you never know why oh. again it's something that is not if it doesn't have an explanation I can't fault it for that because Yorgos doesn't want you to have an explanation but it just doesn't seem logical in the even in the realm of the movie that he would do that because he's so worried about the outside world get infecting them that it does infect them through this person that he brings in to have sex with their son in another way if you watch it you'll, you'll know what I'm talking about but you know she, one of the other daughters, like she brings in movies through her purse, and the other daughter watches him. And then she starts. She's uh, she references Jaws and Rocky. She's like call me Bruce. You know, I I will only respond to the name Bruce now, which is the name of the shark in Jaws. Same so Bruce. <laughs> it's uh These yeah friends, very weird, weird. <laughs> <laughs> very weird, and um uh not. Oh, that's good. Yeah, not a family film, and um, I would recommend not watching a it if you like. Film. If you like, it Yorgos sounded
1: like it was until you said that. Though. If you like
0: Yorgos Lanthimos, definitely check it out. But if you're not a fan of any of his movies, then don't. I still think Killing Your Sacred Deer is better. I've I need liked. To watch that. I started it and never finished. Too. It. yeah You've never seen Killing Your Sacred Deer. I, I started it too. Watch
1: like <laughs> ten minutes of it. Mm-hmm. Like oh I saw the God. whole heart scene. Oh, that's.
0: Amazing
2: opening. Yeah, it scene. is. Amazing shot. And anyway.
1: I, I think I was like, I'm like, I'm not in the right state of mind yet. <laughs> I think I was <laughs> the exact same. Yeah. I think
2: that's why I stopped too. <laughs> You're fucked.
1: Um, I'm like, I
2: need Killing to be more sober. Is,
0: to is my favorite, and then it might be Dog Tooth or the Favorite. I don't know. I'd have to rewatch the favorite, but they're both is four top and, half, and then the lobsters sorry, after sorry. that. Which I need to rewatch The Lobster also, because that was my first Yorgos movie, and I didn't know what to expect. So I always feel like now that you know him, you can rewatch his other stuff and get like a more appreciation for it.
1: Hmm. I got so, yeah. all of these to the list. Mm. The favorites. Well, 91 put, meta score Metascore.
0: Put, uh, put the Killing of Shaker Deer at the I, top. It's already on my list
1: because I've started it multiple times. I forgot I was <laughs> trying to watch. Well, then I started doing the 2020
0: hundred 20, 20 Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, now you don't have to worry about that. We're only reviewing no. one or two a week. You don't have to get 100 in. It's fine. Okay. Um next week we have a couple different things. So I I think the f- I would like the featured review to be The Little Things. Yes. Sure. Okay. Do you know what that is? Uh it sounds familiar. Okay. It is the new Denzel, Rami Malek and Jared Leto film written and directed by John Lee Hancock. It's a uh crime drama thriller and that is going to be on HBO Max, I believe on Friday. I like the poster. Yeah. Um Supposedly another really good movie that's out that just came out is The White Tiger on Netflix, an Indian film. Um, And then there's another one. But I think if uh, I think if we do one feature, we'll do the little things and we'll talk about possibly doing a double feature. But let's just say the little things for sure for now. Sound good? Cool. Well, that uh, brings us to a close then. If you would like to send comments or questions, uh, you can email us at podcast at gmail.com. I am on uh, letterboxed and untapped at the KG Project.
1: I'm on both of those as JSAL517.
2: That's JSAL517. And I am on both platforms at Josh underscore Saldana. All right. Thanks for listening. Cheers, guys.
4: I'm going well. The sun keeps shining through the pouring rain. Going well. Only the echoes of my mind I won't let you leave my love behind No, I won't let you leave